Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome back to another Espresso Shots episode of T4C. If you're interested in learning more about how to break into marketing, then this is the episode for you because my next guest was promoted 10 times in just 15 years and now coaches other Fortune 500 leaders to make quantum leaps in their careers and earn high six figures. But before I introduce you to Maya Grossman, I want to make sure you've signed up for the Java Junkies Journal. That's T4C's newsletter that features career advice and insights into dozens of different jobs and industries from the professionals like Maya who are actually working in them. Just head over to the Time for Coffee website at time, the number four, coffee.org, and the sign up box is right there. Now, my macchiato loving marketing movers and shakers, please grab your mug and take a chug of your favorite caffeinated brew. Because it's time for another caffeinated career conversation. And my guest is Maya Grossman, the founder of Maya Grossman Coaching and a self-described career success coach who teaches other ambitious professionals how to make quantum leaps in their careers and earn high six figures without working harder. Over the course of her career, Maya was promoted 10 times in just 15 years and worked as the vice president of marketing at two different tech companies. She also worked at Microsoft and Google, where she helped to lead product marketing. She was named a top LinkedIn influencer in 2022. That's how I found her. And Maya is also the best-selling author of a terrific book that I have read cover to cover. And I was just telling Maya, Gosh, I only wish this book had been around when I was in my 20s, 30s, or 40s. It is entitled Invaluable. Master the 10 skills you need to skyrocket your career. Maya, welcome to Time for Coffee. Are you caffeinated and ready to go? Yes, I am. I am so excited to be here. Yay. Well, no one would know by listening to you, Maya, as I was saying to you before we started, because you have gorgeous English. But in fact, English is not your mother tongue. Rather, it's Hebrew because you grew up in Israel and that's where you did your undergraduate studies as well as your MBA. And now you and your husband, Lior, have been living here in the U.S. since when? Uh, Since 2018, actually. Okay, amazing. Well, you have worked for multinational companies as well as U.S. companies over the course of the last 20 years. 
And the vast majority of your time was spent in the field of marketing. So with that as a frame, I'd love to jump into our 10 espresso shots. These are the 10 questions to help our young listeners learn how to really break into the field of marketing. So first espresso shot, what entry-level jobs, Maya, are available to young people who want to break into marketing? Yeah, well, I'll be very honest with you. When I started in marketing a while back, there were not a lot of options. You can either do marketing communications or maybe a little bit of, you know, branding and copywriting. But today there are a variety of roles. So you definitely have a lot of options. But I think if it's your first marketing job, it's probably going to be a marketing lead or a marketing associate. And those are going to be a little bit more general. So it's not necessarily going to focus on one specific discipline within marketing. You're going to get an overview of a lot of different things. And I think that's going to help you figure out what you like and then start building a career journey. Beautiful. And in fact, you just mentioned the fact that there's so many different aspects of marketing. We should probably just list them out. I'm just going to do it very quickly. Please fill in if I've missed anything. But there's product marketing, demand generation, digital marketing, growth marketing, communications and PR and event marketing. Did I miss anything? Probably social media has its own discipline as well. There's marketing operations. And I'm sure we missed a couple more. (laughs) Okay, well, that's enough (laughs) for some of our listeners. Maya, what is a useful hard and soft skill that you've looked for over the years in the young people that you've hired? Yeah. So I think actually early on, it's less about the hard skills because I expect people, you know, not to have a ton of experience and it's more about the soft skills. I want to have people work for me who are excited and passionate and curious because they're going to have to figure out a lot of things on their own. They're going to have to learn in order to get that experience. I want people who have a growth mindset that they believe in learning and expending and trying out new things. And I also want them to be able to think like an owner. I want them to own their responsibilities, to take action, to initiate, and not just wait to be given orders. So if I can identify those in someone and I can see that they're coachable, I will gladly hire them even if they don't have the experience yet. I hope our listeners will underscore what Maya said at the beginning of her answer. She doesn't really expect you to have much experience. So take a deep breath. When you are leaving school, you are not expected to have years and years of experience. And there are other ways that you can articulate how you have applied your growth mindset, your ownership of different experiences to illustrate to future hiring managers like Maya that you are the right person for the job. Maya, what kind of life experiences, and by this I mean experiences that we have outside the classroom, it could be birth order, (laughs) it could be where you grew up, or the languages that you grew up speaking. What kind of life experiences do you think are most useful for someone who wants to get into marketing? So the way I think about marketing at at the end of the day, it's mostly about understanding people and being able to relate. You want to have empathy. So I think 
the more experiences you have, the more variety, the more you engage with different people and you're exposed to different cultures. I actually think that might help you become a better marketer. Excellent. What about someone's major? Is it a deciding factor? Is it even a factor to get into marketing? In other words, if they haven't studied it, is it a deal breaker? I can honestly say no. And I want to give you a quick example. Very early in my leadership career, I had to hire a new employee and I had two final candidates. One of them had five years of experience in the area that I was looking for. And they went to school for marketing. And the other candidate had zero real life experience. She worked in a completely different industry. However, she spent the past six months learning everything she could. She was passionate. She was excited. And she brought that to her interview. And to be honest, the other person with the five years of experience was almost burnt out. Everything to him was a given. He was like a textbook marketer. He was like, yeah, I'll do this. I'll do that. There was no life or passion there. And I ended up hiring the person with less experience and she became our first manager. She was that good. So I don't think it's a must. I think it can help you open doors sometimes. But I've hired people without a specific major in marketing. I would actually say sometimes having more information and kind of cross-functional knowledge can actually be an advantage. We're going to dig more into exactly how Maya did the same thing when she pivoted from the travel industry into her first role in social media marketing. Maya, what about a grad school degree in order to succeed in your field, less so for the entry-level positions? I know you got an MBA. Do you think it's useful to have for somebody who wants to get into the C-suite or one day run their own company as you are? I would have to say that it's, again, not a must. There are a lot of different ways to learn the skills and to gain the experience that you need to get to that next level, to get into the executive suite. I know a lot of people who do not have an MBA and still made it all the way to the top. It's just a matter of how you prefer to learn. And if I'm being extremely honest, If I could go back and do it again, I would probably spend that time doing hands-on work because I would get a lot more experience. I think historically, a lot of companies were looking for MBA as a signal for someone who is ready for executive roles. But I think we've all learned that it doesn't necessarily have to be an MBA. There are other signals that hiring managers can look for. So I do not think it's a must. I think if you like learning in that type of an environment, it will be great. But I will say learning in the real world gives you so much more experience and you're going to get there faster. Love it. What has been the best part for you, Maya, of being in the field of marketing? Oh my gosh. I love marketing. And I think the reason I love it so much is because when you manage marketing, you can impact people, you can influence them, you can inspire them, you can motivate them to take action. And very often we do it to actually help people. So yes, of course, you know, if you're selling something, people have to pay for it. But if you know you're doing something good for them, if they're going to be happier, more successful, more fit, whatever it is, To me, it's just my way of making an impact on the world and helping other people. Beautiful. Now the flip side, because 
every industry, let alone every job, has aspects that suck. So what has been the part, whether it's your current job, as a coach, as an entrepreneur, or perhaps as somebody who worked for others in the field of marketing, what was it that sucked the most? Oh my gosh. Well, at different times in my career, it was different things. I would say early on, it was probably doing a lot of manual tracking. So spending a lot of time in front of spreadsheets and looking at numbers. I wanted to do the creative side of marketing, but it's important to also have the data and the information. And then later on as a VP, I had to spend a lot of my time in conversations. And those were important because I had to create alliances and I had to build strategy with other people and think about the business as a whole. But then again, a lot of my time was just spent talking versus, you know, creating and actually doing. Yeah, I think that's a really important distinction between being in management and being someone who's one of the worker bees. (laughs) Yeah. Maya, I am so interested to hear what your answer to the next espresso shot is. What is the best career advice? you've ever gotten? And it can be more than one thing. Yeah. So one of my favorites, most memorable and something I have been using for so long, it came from my manager at Microsoft. I just joined the company and he told me, you know, this is a really big corporation. Things are going to take time. You have a lot of processes and approvals and so many people have to be included in everything. If you want to move quickly, it's probably better that you do not ask for permission, you ask for forgiveness. And that was really good advice because you can really hold yourself back if you play by the rules and you wait for everything to be signed off. Now, obviously, you need to have some common sense here. You can do things that are going to impact the company as a whole that can put anyone in jeopardy. But if this is just about moving something inside of your team, no one's really going to be mad at you if you just take action. So discerning when to actually move forward and just do things and when to use the proper processes, that made a huge difference for me because instead of waiting all the time, it was probably 80-20. 80% of the time, I just went for it. Nothing happened. People were actually happy that I did things. And then 20% of the time, I followed procedures and I did what I was expected to do. Oh. That is amazing advice. And it actually reminds me of another T4C guest who's also in the field of digital marketing, CG Onobonjo. And when he was an undergrad in the UK, he got a job as an intern one summer working for actually a company that he is now one of the executives at. And he changed his title on his email signature. Didn't say intern. It said like associate or something. And he didn't ask permission to do that. And later he got slapped on the wrist. Why did you make it seem like you were a paid employee? And he said, well, because you wanted me to do the following things. And I wanted to accomplish more for this company, having an owner's mindship, mindset rather, which is one of Maya's great tips. And if I had intern in there, in my email signature, people probably would have disregarded my email. So I made it seem like I was a paid employee and look at the results that I got as a result. 
I love that. Love it. Two final espresso shots, Maya. What movies, if any, or Netflix, Hulu, Amazon shows, or books do you think accurately depict the industry of marketing? Oh, wow. That's a hard one. I don't think there are a lot of movies or TV shows about marketers. I wonder why. I think the closest is probably Mad Men. And that was more a description of what agency life looks like. And I did work for an agency early in my career. So I can say it it was definitely similar. But doing marketing in-house is a little bit different. And I don't think I can... Yeah, I don't have anything else in mind. But Mad Men is a really nice introduction. Absolutely. And it's not like that anymore, my friends. It really isn't. And if it is, that's a toxic work environment. You want to get out of it. We'll include a link to Mad Men in show notes. Final espresso shot. What would Java junkies be surprised to learn about marketing, Maya? Ooh, I think looking from the outside, people might assume marketing is all about you know, the content and the social media and commercial. So it's very much around the brand. But marketing has an analytical side. You really need to understand the numbers behind everything that you do. You need to understand conversion rates. You need to make sure that every dollar you spend actually creates more than what you spend on it, right? So it's important to also understand the numbers and the metrics behind marketing, not just the creative. Beautiful. Maya is the author of Invaluable, Master the 10 Skills You Need to Skyrocket Your Career. Make sure to give Maya a follow on LinkedIn. Your future self will thank you for it. And if you want to learn more about how Maya built her amazing career, check out show notes to see if her main time for coffee interview has already dropped. Maya, I want to thank you so much for making time for coffee today with me and the T4C community. This was wonderful. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Oh,